Well, this morning, can I embarrass you again? (laughs) This morning, I get the privilege of introducing a speaker this morning is uh, Mark Holbrook. Mark, uh, you probably recognize him. He's usually trying to hide um, back here playing bass, Um, but he is just an all-around great guy, (laughs) not just an amazing bass player, right? I I have loved getting to know Mark um, and also his whole family. Um, Stevie plays keys. Lisa is helps with media and with kids. They're just, you know, all over the place, um, always willing to serve. And um, it's just been great to to get to know you over the years, Mark. And um, I love you. Yeah, don't forget your water, but come on up. So Mark's going to share a word from the Lord. Amen. All right. Ah, What a lovely crowd this morning. Well, I can still see her. She was standing in the doorway and she was dressed from head to toe in black and a veil covered all but her eyes. A Gideon by the name of Jeff Aldrain first noticed her when he was distributing Bibles. And he goes on to say, I noticed as she was running down the hallway, she ran hoping that nobody was going to see her. And he also noticed that her garb was flapping in the wind and she hid behind a door jam. And she caught his attention. And she said, she poked her head out from around the corner and she said, please, mister, please, a Bible. Now, Jeff never forgot that young woman, the desperation that was in her voice, the intensity that was in her eyes, the courage, the courage that we well understand today when she asked, please, mister, can I have a Bible? Now, Jeff never forgot her because the Lord put her on his heart and indelibly stamped her into his consciousness. She represents the world that we live in today, don't we know? We're hearing it on the nightly news. We hear it from around the world. Sometimes here in America, though, we still don't understand, especially maybe in places like here in southeast Idaho. But most of us, we have a comfortable life in this country. But we know that many in the world don't live like that. They don't live in freedom. They, don't, they, they have fear that they have to deal with all the time. The world is hurting and it is in need of answers. And you and I, you and I, we can have the ability to provide those answers because the Bible, the Bible is truth. Okay. So it's a real blessing this morning. I want to pause for a second, say thank you for being here on behalf of the leadership of the church. I thank you uh, for this time this morning. I have more time than I usually have to present this ministry. I have been a member of this church uh, for a long time, uh, since the late 90s, and I first became a Gideon, a member of Gideon's International in 2002 when someone came and spoke at the church just like I'm doing here today. So that's how I first became engaged, so it's been about 19 years. Um, But you may not know much about Gideon's International. It is a body of believers that is dedicated to making the Word of God available to everyone. 
We are Christian business and professional men whose purpose is to share the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ to reach others for Christ. And in Isaiah 55, 11, that is our signature verse, so shall my word be that go forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper whereto I send it. Now the Gideons were organized in 200 countries. I wish we were in every country, like Afghanistan, but we're not. We're in 200 countries, and we're trying to get to every country as possible. But anyway, we're in 200 countries around the world, and we, we publish scriptures in 100 different languages. And through God's grace and to His glory, more than 2.4 billion Bibles have been distributed by this organization since 1908. So it's been around for a long time. Praise God. Amen. Yes, that's 2.4 with a B, billion. <laughs> and actually, it's growing exponentially. It took a long time to get that first billion out, but we're doing a lot better in the last 20 years. So praise God. First, I'd like to tell you about a Gideon whose name was Michael. And Michael was kind of new to the ministry, and he was sitting in a hotel lobby, very excited, and ready for God to use him to reach people for Jesus during a 2020 Mexico scripture blitz. So he's in Mexico. <laughs> However, he had no idea what was about to unfold. As Michael waited for his local team to arrive, he noticed a female hotel employee who was finished cleaning the floor right up next to the entry desk uh, where you would check into the hotel. And when he approached her with a Spanish New Testament, he tried to explain to her what it was, but as you might imagine, uh, she couldn't understand him because, of course, he's talking in English. But much to his relief, a young Spanish gentleman saw his dilemma, was standing nearby, and came over and he offered to help. So he translated for Michael as he shared the gospel message. The employee explained that she believed in God, but had never surrendered her life to Jesus. So Michael led her in a prayer to ask for God's love, for his forgiveness, and for his salvation. After she finished praying, she signed the back of her New Testament. It was very similar probably to this one, although this is a college New Testament. That's why it's in green. But anyway, she signed the back of her New Testament, signifying that she had committed her life to Jesus. But after she was finished doing that, the young translator asked if he could also sign a New Testament because he had prayed the same prayer as part of his translation, but he felt it in his heart that he wanted to give his life to Jesus. However, God was not done yet. The desk clerk had also overheard them talking. And he asked if he could have a New Testament. Then he turned to Michael and asked him to please lead him in prayer. By this time, Michael was very thrilled. In fact, he said later, in my first 15 minutes, in this ministry, God had provided me with an interpreter and had welcomed three new Christians into the fold. So he was very excited by his experience. Now David, he is a Gideon who's a police officer in San Antonio, Texas today and provided this testimony that I'll relay to you. He said, early in my career, I realized that I was only temporarily solving a problem by arresting people and taking them to jail because as you, you see quite often, 
people are released uh, for various reasons back into the populace, and then they end up committing more crime and ending up back in jail, and it just turns into a vicious cycle. Well, one day, he decided, you know, I'm going to start trying to make a difference. I'm going to start buying cases of New Testaments, again, very much like this one, <laughs> and provide those to the people that I book into jail. Sounds like a very responsible thing to do. Well, a little time later, one day, he responded to a residential disturbance call and parked a couple houses down from the street where the disturbance was occurring at. And when he finished with all of that, he returned to his patrol car and he noticed a man across the street who stopped mowing his yard and was walking over to him by his patrol car. The man came up and asked David if he remembered him. And David said, no, I don't think so. But the man went on and reminded him and said, hey, you arrested me a couple of years ago on cocaine possession. So David, boy, he's taken back by that. He looks at the house. He looks at the perfectly mowed lawn, you know, kind of beautiful. And he said, wow, looks like things are going a whole lot better for you now. And the man responded back and said, that word of God that you gave me, it changed my life. Amen. So as Gideons, we place scriptures in hotels and motels. <laughs> That's no secret. Everybody kind of knows that about the ministry. But we also hand out Bibles at schools and college campuses. Just this last fall, we were down at ISU, even though there wasn't that many students on campus because of COVID. But there were some students attending classes in person, and we still handed out 200 New Testaments that day. Also, I should mention that our wives can become members of the auxiliary. They place Bibles in hospitals, nursing homes, domestic violence shelters, crisis pregnancy centers, and a whole lot of medical offices in Idaho Falls, I can tell you that, because they're, they're constantly out there placing Bibles in dentist's offices and doctor's offices around, and I can't even count the number of Bibles they've handed out over the last year on the south side of town. But Gideon's International distributed 66 million Bibles this last year, okay? Averaging over two a second. And that's two a second around the clock, 24 7, 365. And the, the, the thing that really impresses me about this is that these Bibles are being handed out one at a time from the hand of a Gideon into the hands of somebody that needs to learn about the Lord Jesus Christ. However, in most places, demand continues to outstrip the supply. Now, how about another testimony from a Gideon who happens to be named Mark? I kind of like that testimony because of the name, but anyway, my favorite name. Anyway, I don't, can't understand why. Anyway, he met a woman at a church whose name was Denise. And he was seated directly behind her, just like in the sanctuary here today. He could tell, and he looked over, he saw, well, he noticed her Bible because he was a Gideon. So he kind of notices those kinds of things. And he noticed it was very precious to her because the pages were all worn and she had notes written all over the, the sides of the Bible pages. So during worship, she set that Bible down next to her and Mike, or Mark, excuse me, not Mike, Mark was able to confirm what he suspected, that it was a tattered and well-traveled Gideon Bible. So after the service, Mark introduced himself to Denise, asked if she could tell him about the Bible. Denise told him that it had been with her for many, many years. And without going into any detail, she shared that she had once been homeless and had prayed that God would please send her a Bible of her own. While going through a dumpster one day, Denise discovered the answer 
the answer to her prayers. She mentioned that she thought about replacing that Bible with a new one from time to time. But then she said, you know, I'm sure God meant for me to have this one. Now, not all of our Bibles and New Testaments reach people the way we intend them to. Sometimes with the Lord's guidance, they find their way on their own. And what someone has discarded as yesterday's garbage, Denise now treasures forevermore. And I also want to tell you about someone whose name was John, as it turns out. John's here today, so he'll appreciate this one. It was uh, at the end of a Gideon distribution in Bria Middle School in Orange County, California. All the students had left the school, and all the buses and the cars and everything after school were gone. And one of the Gideons who was handing out Bibles on the sidewalk that day turned to his friend and says, you know, we've handed out all of the testaments that we had with us, two boxes at this location, except for one. We have one Bible left. That means we've handed out 199 scriptures, and we need to hand out this last one so that we don't take anything back with us home. Suddenly, there stood, almost as if this kid dropped out of the sky, a young man with headphones on and a knit cap over his ears, waiting for the light to change. So Tom turned to him, naturally, and said, Young man, you're in luck. You're in luck. Would you like to receive the 200th scripture today? Now, the kid probably didn't hear him the first time. He had a confused look on his face, but he nodded and said that he would. And as he was taking his headphones off, Tom once again led to, to, to speak to him and says directly to the man, says, young man, you're the 200th recipient of a scripture today, so let's turn to page 200 of this testament and see what it has to say. So they went to page 200, and I could find it here, but I, I'll save the time. Turn to page 200. And lo and behold, that happened to be the book of John in chapter 15. Tom told him that, well, this is a good place to start your reading. Okay? Now the kid looked back at Tom with an amazed look on his face, and he says, well, my name is John, and I was born on the 15th of whatever month it was. <laughs> and before Tom could even respond, the light changed in the young man took off with that Bible reading across the crosswalk. I hope, that, you know, in California the traffic's crazy, so hopefully it wasn't, wasn't bad, but <clears throat> I think he survived this testimony, I hope. But anyway, Tom later added, I know the Lord interceded that day to encourage this young man, and he encouraged us. We now know that we had a divine appointment, and the Lord made sure that we knew it. The Gideons not only hand out Bibles all over the world, but we also have resources that are available for churches directly. We have something called the Life Book. And the Life Book is designed to be used by church youth groups as a witness tool to their friends at school and in their neighborhoods. In this, we have a recap of the Old Testament, a very short recap of the Old Testament. And it includes the, the whole book of Mark, written in modern English, and it includes a lot of scripture notes around the corners that were developed by young people to help answer questions and to provide explanation of what uh, people are reading. And we've delivered mo oh, pretty close to 50 million of these, and maybe even more than that by now, around to churches in the United States. These are available to youth pastors and pastors and leadership at various churches. All you have to do is go into the, thelifebook.com, and log in, and you can order however many you want. 
uh, starting with uh, cases of 100 or more, and they're all free. So this is a free tool that's available to, to help spread the word through the youth groups of this country. We also have a free Bible app. Can you imagine that? A free Bible app? How many hundred free Bible apps are there out there in the app stores today? Well, we make one. Well, actually, we had one of the early ones, I'm, I'm surprised to say. <laughs> we, we do have a Bible app that you can put on your, your cell phone. And it took our, our top-notch marketing team a really long time to come up with. They wanted to have a unique name for this app. So they've come up with something that's really catchy, really unique, and it's called the Gideon Bible app. All right. Really, really catchy. Yeah, I know you'll remember that. <clears throat> anyway, you can download it on your favorite app store. It includes the Bible in over 1,500 languages just on that app. And many of them have audio to go along with it. So you can, you can listen to the Bible in Swahili or some other crazy dialect that you want to listen to if you want to. But anyway, it also comes with English. But okay. anyway, in case you're, you need that. <laughs> uh, in addition, we also, uh, as the organization, organization Gideon's International, has a partnership program called Friends of Gideon's. For those that want to support the Gideon ministry, it includes two different levels of partnership. There's a financial supporter who commits to some kind of monthly support and receives free information from the organization, a monthly magazine, and some book deals and things of that nature. Or you can be a prayer partner. You can be both if you want. That's fine. Or you can be a prayer partner, receive information on the latest testimonies, such as I've been presenting today. And scripture distribution news, they provide you a prayer calendar, a monthly reading plan, and those kinds of things. And, of course, guest invitations to the highly sought-after Gideon events. <laughs> we'll talk about later. Anyway... Next, I'd like to, to present to you a, a video that kind of gives you a broad perspective of this ministry, looking at it from many different angles. So Aaron will help me with that. I appreciate it. Thank you. Well, this morning I've spoken about just a few of the many different opportunities that the Gideons have to distribute God's Word around the world. Now, if God has touched your heart to support this ministry this day, here are some things you can do. First, please pray for this ministry and the other ministries I'm going to bring up in a minute. Prayer opens those doors to allow us to place scriptures. And surprisingly, there are, even in this country, many hotels now are closing their doors to us being able to place scriptures, even in Idaho Falls. So it's not a given. Plus, as we well know, there are missionaries around the world that are doing God's work in areas that are hostile to the gospel. We need to pray for them. Secondly, we're actively looking for business and professional men that are interested in joining the Gideon ministry. As I mentioned earlier, you also have the option of becoming a prayer or financial partner, as I described through the Friends of Gideon's program. And if you're interested in one of these opportunities, you can talk to me afterwards or any day that I'm here. That's fine. <laughs> Lastly, we need your financial support. We do provide an opportunity for you to reach the local community here in Idaho Falls, in the United States, and around the world for Christ. And as an example, a $125 donation will purchase a case of 25 full Bibles. And as promised in Isaiah 55:11, God will use your gifts to win others for Christ. You should know that the, as Gideons, we pay all our internal administrative costs through the dues program. 
So 100% of gifts go directly to the purchase and placement of God's Word, which is a very rare thing these days. 100% goes to purchase and placement of Bibles. That's it. As the local treasurer for the Idaho Falls camp, I can attest to that since it's my job to make sure that all the money goes to the right places. So, anyway. So today I ask that you prayerfully consider supporting this ministry so that we can get New Testaments into the hands of others, like people that I've talked about and as you saw in the video today. So if you're led to donate some funds today, uh, my fellow Gideon, Aaron Kraft, who's up there running the video for me, he and I will be taking an offering at the entrance ways. We'll have a basket, and we can uh, take your offerings at this time. Checks should be written out to Gideon's International or The Gideon's. Either one's works. But if you're not able to donate today, that's fine. The, uh, the bulletin handouts or inserts that you were given at the doorway that look similar to this with just a different color cover <laughs> allow you to mail in a donation at a later time. It can be a credit card or a check or whatever you want. It comes to our local post office box here in Idaho Falls. And again, as the treasurer, I pick that stuff up and take care of it to make sure it goes to the right place. So much appreciated. And finally, I'd like to thank all of you on behalf of Gideon's International for extending gift of freedom in Christ through the gifts that you provide that we can purchase scriptures and place them both here in this country and around the world. Now, since I had the whole service today, I didn't want to speak just about Gideon's International. I wanted to, to bring a focus to the other endeavors that we have here at the Bridge Church. And so we're not limited to just supporting Gideon's, Gideon's International. The church is also focusing its mission outreach to engage those in need at an international level and both a level all the way down to the local level here in Idaho Falls. And we're doing this by working through three other relevant organizations. The Go and Grow Ministries that we support, the Idaho Falls Rescue Mission that the Bridge Church supports, and of course, Pallets of Love. First, I'd like to lift up uh, the Go and Grow Ministries. This is led by Pastor John Langer, who uh, we were blessed to have him uh, attend our men's retreat a couple of years ago. We really enjoyed the time that he was here. He's a, just an awesome guy. And uh, right around that time, he was invited to attend a pastor's convention in Kenya. And he had no clue, no idea what he was getting involved in at the time. But he was led by the Lord. To, you know, he first checked in to make sure that this, this, this invitation was legit. It was. So he went over there. He attended a conference of like 175 pastors from like 17 different denominations in Kenya. And they were desperate for teaching. And he has a particular gift in teaching. So they were really encouraged by what he brought to that convention. And then his heart was greatly impacted by the needs that he saw in that local region. And in particular, uh, he saw great need for children and for young women who uh, may have children already of their own but yet they're cast off from society. They're in great danger by predators and, and, and such uh, who want to take advantage of the women in that area. So he, his heart was really touched very, very deeply by the needs. So, you know, through the encouragement of the pastors there in Kenya, 
uh, he's developed a ministry called Go and Grow Ministries to help develop that area, provide resources, and continue to provide teaching. So through our efforts here and, and efforts from other sources, we're supporting children by building schools and supporting these families who otherwise could not afford an education for their children. Uh, we're doing that through the purchase of resources, buildings, uh, animals, medicine, proper clothing, blankets, all those kinds of things that they need to be able to, to live a better life. Uh, as a status update, there uh, I just got uh, a, a message a couple days ago from Pastor John, and he said that right now the response has been so great that they have an overflow of girls, so they don't have enough places to put them all. And so they have some rented homes that they're using to house some of these women. But in response to all of that, they're building some dorms. You can see a start of one up there on the screen. They're building some dorms to house these women. And, and of course, the walls are up. But you see there's a few things missing, even from that picture, like a roof, windows, doors, and all those kinds of things. So he's, uh, he's hoping, or not hoping, he's relying on uh, resources to come in to purchase those kinds of things. The, lucky th the good news about this is these dorms are right next to the school that they already have established. So the school is in very close proximity to the dorms when they're completed. So it would be maximum safety for the women uh, that are living there. So that's Go and Grow Ministry. Also here locally in Idaho Falls, we support the Idaho Falls Rescue Mission uh, through these various facilities that you see on the screen. Uh, City of Refuge, Roof House, and First Street Thrift uh, provides help and hope for the homeless here in Idaho Falls. Uh, there's always a hot meal that's available in the evening time for people that are in need. And it's 100% community funded. And of course, this church has a monthly uh, donation that we make to the uh, Idaho Falls Rescue Mission to support this ministry and all of their work. Uh, again, from a status perspective, uh, they're in need of people to help on-premises uh, to do the meals in the evenings. You know, you can go on their Facebook page or their probably their uh, own uh, web page and sign up and help out directly. Uh, I just happened to pick up from their website that their current needs, uh, they're low on kernel corn and some of these kinds of things as you see on the screen. Plus, they're also looking for support for their, their milk donation program. So there's always places to help out at the Idaho Falls Rescue Mission. And finally, I want to mention our own internal ministry that we developed ourselves here at the Bridge Church, and that's, of course, Pallets of Love. And that, what a fabulous ministry. And I, I don't want to take too much more of your time. We all know about this ministry, how vital it is to providing food to those that are in need in our community with no strings attached. It's just a wonderful thing, and I, I, I would really like to focus this morning our attention on honoring all of you that have been supporting this ministry. So I just really appreciate you guys. There's a lot of people in this room that provide their time and, and, and energies, you know, with no thought of their own needs to come down here and to work in all kinds of weather, <laughs> in the cold and in the blazing heat and in between to be able to hand out this food to those that are in need. So just thank you again. And of course, that's a ministry that we hope will not only continue, but will even grow beyond what it is today. So I think that's awesome. So 
In my time that I had today, my desire was to provide you with a reminder of the Bridge Church's outreach efforts, not just the Gideon ministry, but other things that we also do that are very vital and very critical to help people not only here in Idaho Falls, but around the world. And I encourage you, I encourage you to financially support these programs as God leads. As a, as a reminder, I mentioned earlier that I will be taking an offering today at the doorway, and Aaron will be helping me, uh, for Gideon's International. But I want to thank you this morning for all of your attention, this morning to all of these needs, and ask that you stay engaged, stay engaged with all of the activities of the church. Missions programs, weekly services, we see in the announcements all the various things that are going on. You can always grab a calendar of events out in the hallway, as it was explained by Stevie during, during the announcements time, to kind of stay up to speed. And I encourage you all to stay engaged. Okay? In particular, I encourage you to consider, consider getting involved with the various kids' programs here at the church where additional help is always appreciated. Amen.